With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to Freedom Through Faith. Prepare to be blessed as pastor and teacher Robert Thibodeau leads us into the anointed study of the Word of God, teaching and empowering you how to impact your world with the gospel of Jesus Christ, teaching you how to receive the blessings and provisions of God and how to walk through this life with Freedom Through Faith. And now, here's Pastor Robert Thibodeau. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hello, everyone, everywhere, wherever you may be. Praise be to God. Thank you for joining us this day. I'm Pastor Robert Thibodeau. Welcome to Freedom Through Faith. We are so blessed to be able to bring the Word of God to you wherever you are at in the entire earth. Through the power of the internet. Praise God for inventing the internet. It wasn't Al Gore. Praise God. We thank you for joining us this day. We have a unique insight into the love of God, and we started it last week, and we're going to be finishing it up this week, because there was so much information, I just couldn't get it all in last week and and do God justice with the revelation that he gave to me. So let's go to the Lord with a word of prayer, and then we'll lay the foundation for the broadcast. And then we'll jump right into the, the, the teaching that the Holy Spirit has for us this day. Amen. Father, in the name of Jesus, through him, we come this day into your throne room. Before your throne of grace and of mercy. We praise you, Father, for all that you do in our life. We thank you for your word, which is Jesus in the flesh that you gave to us, that we may have the forgiveness of all our sins, the gift of everlasting life through the rebirth, and Lord, your word dwells now deep in our hearts. Father, have your way with this broadcast. We ask the Holy Spirit to have free reign in leading us through the scriptures. And Jesus, we thank you that you lead, guide, and direct the steps of this broadcast this day. And we give all the honor, glory, and praise to our Heavenly Father. In Jesus' name, amen. Glory to God. Shout amen, somebody. Let everybody around you know that you are grateful to be here this day. Hallelujah. Join me in our confession of faith, commonly referred to as the Apostles' Creed. We do this every Sunday as we get ready to jump into the the Bible study that the Holy Spirit has for us. And we lay this, we call this our profession of faith, and we lay this as the solid foundation 
upon which we can build with the Word of God. Anything else, any other foundation will crumble when the Word of God is put upon it. But Jesus is our solid rock, praise God. And upon this foundation shall everything be built. So when the time of testing comes, our teachings will still stand in Jesus' name. Amen. Glory to God. Just repeat these words after me. Ponder them in your heart as you're saying them. Let your own two ears hear them so that they come out of your mouth, back into your ears, down into your heart, because out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate. He was crucified. He was dead. He was buried. He descended into hell. But the third day, he rose again from the dead and ascended up into heaven and sits now at the right hand of God, the Father Almighty, from where he shall come soon to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit. I believe the church is the body of Christ. I believe in the communion of saints. I believe in the forgiveness of sins. I believe in the resurrection of the body. And I believe in life everlasting. In Jesus' name, amen. Glory to God, amen. Last week, we started talking about the love of God. Matter of fact, John chapter 14 is where we started. And we'll go right back there briefly. John chapter 14. Jesus speaking here to his disciples, telling them that you know they need to believe in him, that he's getting ready to leave and go back to the Father. And he's teaching them about the gift that God is about to bestow upon them, and that's the Holy Spirit. And if we go, uh, verse 15 is where I want to get to. But let's go up to verse 11. Well, let's go to verse 9. Uh, let's, <laughs> I'm not careful, I'm going to end up in Genesis 1. Uh, well, we're just going to start off in, in verse... 14, chapter 14, verse 1. We'll just read on down. It's, it's the only way we can do justice to these scriptures. Amen. Jesus speaking here, chapter 14 of John, verse 1. Let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. For in my Father's house there are many mansions. And that word mansions means many rooms 
It's not, you know, individual mansions sitting around. Have, it says there are many rooms that are, you know, the nice, uh, a good analogy would be uh, you go to a nice hotel and they give you, you know, the presidential suite. Okay. It's like a mansion. It's huge. And this is what we have available for us in God's home with him. Amen. She said, if it was not so, I would have told you. I am going to go and prepare a place for you. That is covenant talk. Marriage covenant talk. And in Revelation, we're referred to the churches for two as the, bar, the bride of Christ. And Jesus here is introducing this subject to them. He says, I am going to prepare a place for you. They, the disciples recognized that as covenant talk. And he said, if I am going to go and prepare a place for you, then, and we can infer, surely I will come again and receive you to myself, so that where I am, you may be also. And where I'm going, you know, and the way you know. Now, Thomas said to him, Lord, we don't know where you're going, so how can we know the way? And Jesus, in verse 7, clears it all up. Now, he had been teaching this before. He said, I am. Okay, that's God talk. That goes all the way back to when Moses was called to go to Pharaoh. And he said, you know, the... the they're going to ask me, the Jews are going to ask me, the Hebrews are going to ask me, which God talked to you? And he said, I am. Tell them I am is the God who sent you. And here Jesus said, I am. I am the way. I am the only way. I am the truth. I am am the life. No man approaches the Father but through me. If you known me, he's talking to Thomas, you would have known my Father. And from this point forward, you know him. For you have seen him. And Philip said, Oh, Lord, show us the Father. That'll, that'll be enough for us. And here Jesus is in a rebuking mode. He says, have you been such a long time with me? Or have I been such a long time with you? And yet you don't know me, Philip? He that has seen me has seen the Father. Remember, Jesus said before uh, that I'm trying to remember where it's at. Anyway, he said, the Spirit of God's in me. It's not me that does these works. It's the Father who dwells in me. So he says, if you've seen me and you've known me, then you've known the Father. How can you say that? Show us the Father, for the Father's in me. Don't you believe that I'm in the Father? Don't you believe that the Father is in me? Oh, here it is. <laughs> here in verse 10. The words I speak to you, I'm not speaking them of my own accord. 
But the Father that dwells in me, He is the one that does the works. Believe me, I am in the Father, and the Father is in me. If you don't believe that, then believe me just for the very work's sake. Believe me from the works that you see me doing. Now, let's stop right there for a second. What are the works that Jesus is doing? Well, praise God. One of my favorite... Hold your place there. Now, don't don't forget 1 John. So you got one thumb in 1 John, one, one thumb in John 14. And we're going to go to Acts chapter 10. This is my favorite, one of my favorite teachings in the Bible. Acts chapter 10. And verse 38. How God, Well, let's go to verse 37. That word, well, let's go up a little bit more to verse 34. Peter opened his mouth and said, Of a truth I perceive that God is not a respecter of persons. He doesn't care if you're rich or poor. He doesn't care if you own the biggest business in the world or you're a lowly janitor out sweeping streets somewhere. He doesn't care if you have a million dollars in the bank or owe a million dollars. He doesn't care if you're black or white, Mexican, Asian, Indian. He doesn't care who you are. Jesus died for you. And he says... I perceive God is not a respecter of persons, but in every nation, and you could put in there every tribe and every tongue, he that fears God and works righteousness, does righteous works. What is righteous works? Preaching the gospel, praise God. Sharing the good news of salvation in Jesus' name. Feeding the poor. Jesus said, if you feed the the poor, you do it for me. You give the lowest one just a cup of cold water in my name, you've done it for me. You visit the sick. You visit the homeless. You bless them. You don't treat them badly. You don't tell someone who has nothing and is asking for a piece of bread. Oh, go and be blessed and be warm in Jesus' name. And you don't try and help them at all. That's sin. Anyway, don't get me off preaching on that. He says here in verse 35, Acts 10, verse 35, that he that works righteousness is accepted with him. The Word, that's Jesus. Jesus is the Word. Do we need to turn to John 1, too? <laughs> the Word which God sent to the children of Israel, preaching peace. What kind of peace? They've never had peace over there. Peace with God. Peace with God. When Jesus was born into the earth, the angels broke through the heavenlies, shouting it out to the shepherds that were out in the field. And I got a complete teaching on that. Oh, that would open your eyes. I'll probably do that for Christmas. Saying, peace on earth. Now, there still wasn't peace on earth. What are they talking about? There is no more contention between God and man. There is now peace between God and man on this earth. 
peace on earth, good will, God says, to all men. For unto you this day in Bethlehem is born a Savior, the Messiah, the Lord. Oh, praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Verse 36, Acts chapter 10. That word, Jesus, which God sent unto the children of Israel, preaching peace by Jesus the Messiah, for he is Lord of all. That word, I say, you know, which is published throughout all Judea, beginning from Galilee, after the baptism which John preached. And this part I wanted to get to. How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power who went about doing good. Amen. Healing all that were oppressed of the devil. For God was with him and we are the witnesses of these things which he did. Amen. So back over in John chapter 14. In verse 9, Jesus said, Have I been such a long time with you, Philip, that you have not known me? He that seen me has seen the Father. How can you say then, show us the Father? Do you believe that I'm in the Father and the Father is in me? The words I speak to you, I'm not speaking to myself. But the Father that dwells in me, he does the works. These are the works referred to in Acts chapter 10, verse 38. Healing all, doing good. All that were oppressed of the devil, he healed them all. Amen. For God was with him. These are the works he did. Having compassion on those the devil was oppressing. Glory to God. And he says, these are the works that God did through me. Back over in John 14. Believe me, I am in the Father. The Father is in me. Or else believe me. Because of the very works that you've seen accomplished. These were the works that Acts chapter 10 verse 38 is referring to. Amen. For truly, truly I'm telling you this. He that believes on me, then the works I do, shall he do also. Oh, this is stepping on some spiritual toes here. We're going to knock over some spiritual cows and some of these denominations that miracles have passed away with the apostles. No, I've seen miracles that God has done through me. I've seen them. It's not me that did the works. It's Jesus dwelling in me who's in the Father and had compassion. And I have seen the miracles, which I'm not going to get into here because that's not what I'm preaching about. I have seen them with my own two hands. He said, the same works I did, you can do also. When is the last time you laid hands on somebody and they received their healing? Amen. Don't shout me down when I'm preaching good. Don't look at me in that tone of voice. I hear everything you're thinking. Glory to God. Jesus said you can do it. 
Jesus said, everything he did, you can do also. But then he didn't stop. Greater works than these which I did in this earth, you shall do also. Because I'm going to my Father. So not only, what kind of works did Jesus do? He healed blind eyes, yes. He healed people of leprosy, yes. He healed limbs that were broken and, and deformed, yes. He cast devils off of people and out of people, yes. He raised the dead, yes. And Jesus says here, these same works that you've seen me do, you can do also. And even greater works than these will you do. Because I'm going to my Father. Have you done things greater than raising people from the dead? Yes. Yes, Brother Bob. I haven't raised anybody from the dead. What, what kind of greater work could I do? I don't understand. When Jesus raised Lazarus from the dead, when Jesus had compassion and raised that widow woman's son from the dead by touching the coffin telling him to get up, when Jesus raised Jairus' daughter from the dead, we can do these same things in the natural each one of these three people that were raised from the dead were not born again. After Jesus raised them from the dead, they were not born again. Nobody could be born again until Jesus died on that cross, three days later was raised from the dead, and then ascended to his heavenly Father. That paid the price of redemption. That bought our souls from hell. It redeemed us. Nobody till that point of time had ever been born. Not Mary. This is going to kick over them Catholic sacred cows. Mary was not born again when she had Jesus. Joseph was not born again when he was raising Jesus. They were all under the law. It was not until Jesus died on that cross, was buried, and three days later was raised from the dead. It wasn't until that point in time that anybody was raised from the dead. How were they raised from the dead? Spiritually. Born again. Jesus, the firstborn from the dead. If there's a firstborn, there had to be a secondborn. I believe it was Mary. And she went and told the other disciples. She was the first evangelist for Jesus after the, he was raised from the dead. She became an evangelist, went to the disciples and said, He's risen! He's alive! He's risen! He's going to his Father in heaven. And he said, Go to Galilee. He'll meet you there. She was the first one that believed in the resurrection of Jesus. Glory to God. And some churches say women can't preach. How do you explain that, pastor? How do you explain that Mary, the first 
One that believed in the resurrection of Jesus, the second born from the dead. Called by Jesus himself. And she became an apostle. What? She's an apostle? Didn't Jesus say all apostle means is a sent one. She may not have had the title of apostle. But she was sent to a specific group of people. Oh man, Holy Spirit is having free reign here because this was not part of my teaching. Thank you, Holy Spirit. We yield to you in this. You just go where you see fit. Praise God. Hallelujah. An apostle, even in today's terminology, is someone who is sent to a specific group of people for the express purpose of declaring the works of God Planting churches, nurturing churches, all to the glory of God. Mary, meeting Jesus. Oh, praise God. All right. Let me see if I can find it. Praise you, Jesus. Oh, thank you, Lord. 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 Trying to flip the pages of the Bible here without making all this noise. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Alright, chapter 20, John chapter 20, verse 1. The first day of the week comes Mary Magdalene early, when it was yet dark, unto the grave, and seeing the stone rolled away. And she ran and told Simon Peter, okay, that didn't go into the detail I was looking for. Let's uh, go to Matthew 28. Matthew 28. Hallelujah. Go Holy Spirit. Yep. This is the spot. Matthew 28. The end of the Sabbath, as it began to dawn towards the first day of the week, came Mary Magdalene and the other Mary to see the grave. Behold, there was a great earthquake, for the angel of the Lord had descended from heaven, came and rolled back the stone from the door. And was sitting on it. His countenance was like lightning, his raiment white as snow. Fear of him the keepers did shake and became as dead men. That's the guards. They they fell and prostrate themselves on the ground. They were so scared. The angel answered, said to the woman, Fear not. I know that you're looking for Jesus, which was crucified. He's not here. He is risen. And he said, Come, see the place where the Lord lay. Now go quickly. And tell his disciples that he has risen from the dead. Behold, he's going before you into Galilee. There you shall see him. Look, I've told you. This was Mary's job. Go and tell the disciples that Jesus is risen. A disciple is a follower. They were not called apostles here. They they were called disciples. Go and tell his followers Jesus has risen from the dead. And look, he's going before you into Galilee. There you shall see him, for I have told you. And they departed quickly from the grave with fear and great joy and ran to bring his disciples' word. And as they went to tell his disciples, Jesus met them. 
saying all hail or we would say it hey how you doing you have just heard a message of encouragement from anointed pastor and teacher Robert Thibodeau with Freedom Through Faith Ministries in Baltimore, Maryland. For more information on the Freedom Through Faith Ministries or to invite Pastor Thibodeau to your church, please visit our website, www.ftfm.org. That's FTFM for Freedom Through Faith Ministries. Again, that's ftfm.org. Until next time, when we gather together around the Word of God, be blessed. And remember, we serve an awesome God. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.